Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. What's up, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. On today's show, I'm joined by a good friend of mine, Rob Lipset. Now, Rob is a YouTuber with just under 500,000 subscribers. He's a best-selling author. He's a sponsored athlete by Alpha Elite and Ghost Lifestyle. He's an all-round legend of a bloke. Um, him and I were fortunate enough to meet at the end of 2018, uh, funnily enough, at Ultra Music Festival, probably one of the biggest nights of my life, um, which we will touch on in today's show. But he's a very likable uh, personality. He, he's a very knowledgeable and reliable source in the health and fitness industry, and he has a lot of value to share. And I'm sure you guys are going to love today's chat. So if you do take some value from our interview or our chat, I should say, please do take a screenshot of today's show and post it up on your Instagram story for me. Uh, tag myself and tag Rob. Go and check out his social media channels and his YouTube if you haven't already. I'll have all the links to that in today's show notes. But I hope you enjoyed today's chat and thank you again for tuning in. Make sure you do hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. But for now, enjoy our chat. Rob, welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, brother. What's up, bro? Thanks for having me on. Long time no see. Um, I, I know, yeah. Roughly, it doesn't uh, seem like it though. I know. Roughly this time last year, we uh, we had uh, a night to remember, or a night that we can't remember. But um, <laughs> it was a it was a big night. But that made it feels like it has gone pretty quick, doesn't it? Yeah, it's been a really fast year, and um, it's funny you say that as well because it's like who'd have known we'd be doing a fitness podcast I know. after that <laughs> night? <laughs> Get you a man that can do both. Yeah. <laughs> we should have yeah. did the podcast that night and see what we can. Yeah. <laughs> She's talking pure shite for two hours. Bro, uh, thanks thanks for joining us anyway, man. There's so many people in my audience that have wanted to get you on. And and obviously, I, I mentioned it to you last year um, that I'd love to get you on. So it's it's good to be able to have a chat and, um, and share a bit of your kind of journey in the fitness industry and just also a bit of banter um, with my audience. Yeah. So, mate, to get things started, I wanted you to kind of... Um, give the listeners a bit of an idea about your YouTube journey. So you've obviously got just under, I believe it's just under 500K subs on yeah, YouTube, yeah. which is huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. And most people that are kind of following you on social media probably came from following you or subscribing to your YouTube channel yeah. Um, yeah. or you know, vice versa. So yeah, tell us a bit about your journey with YouTube and, and when it started and, and kind of um, how you found that whole journey of building up such a big subscriber base. For sure. So like you, what you're saying, I'm on, you know, every social media platform, but YouTube is the one that means the most to me and it's what I'm most proud of. And it's what I put the most work into as well, because with Instagram, it's like you're saying people probably know you from YouTube. It's like, they're definitely not following me from my pretty face on Instagram, you know, <laughs> like people that follow me on Instagram are like, Hey Rob, we watched your last vlog. You know, that's where yeah. all the comments are at. They're like, you know, personal jokes with me and my audience. Um, so like, you know, most people do know me from YouTube, which is great because, mm. um, you know, I'm not the biggest, strongest, most athletic, cleanest, nothing. Um, but you know, on YouTube, I can still voice my personality a lot better and that's managed to build a huge community and a really engaged community that I'm just so proud of. And you know, the LF army, the lips of fitness army, yeah. so I call them, they're just like the most positive subscribers ever. And like, I actually just get so much love online, whereas social media can be a very negative place. I'm really grateful for my community and subscriber base. So basically it started, my first ever 
YouTube video I uploaded in September 2014. Yep. And prior to that, I had you know, no job. Uh, I dropped out of college. I uh, didn't know what I wanted to do in life, you know, which I'm sure so many people can relate to, really. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I had no clue what to do. And I'd watched these guys on YouTube, like Matt Ogus, the Hodge twins, Steve Cook, yeah. um, you know, all those guys. And I'd be like, you know, no one in my country's doing that. No one in Ireland's doing that. I'm absolutely obsessed with fitness, training, nutrition. It's, it's all I watch online. If the new study comes out, I go to see what Lyle McDonald has, has written about it. You know, yeah. I, was, I still am obsessed with training, nutrition, fitness. You know, I've kind of learned about most things, but I'm still always refreshing myself. So I said, you know what? Screw it. There's no one in Ireland being a fitness YouTuber. I want to be one, okay? I want to talk about my passion on camera. And I got nothing else to lose. I was like, you know, it's pretty scary, you know, putting yourself on camera and putting it on the internet. Mm. But I was like, screw it, man. Like, you know, I got no job, got no college, you know, <laughs> like what, what, I'm not going to get fired. I'm not, not going <laughs> to walk into a classroom and everyone's going to start laughing at me because there's no classroom to walk into. <laughs> like, so I was like, I've got nothing to lose. Screw it. So the first video I put up was just introduce myself. Um, Kind of like a day in the life, which really wasn't much. Yeah. A day in the life being redundant. <laughs> but, but I actually did have a job. I, I did have a job. I've, like it came and went, you know, jobs came yeah, yeah. and went. But so I started that off and it was mainly like full day of uh, training and eating. And it was all filmed on an iPhone 5. Uh, everyone's got an iPhone 10 now, like seriously, yeah, so long ago it was. And I just kind of talk about, you know, my diet, how, what I'm training for, um, current goals and stuff like that. And I'd be work, like I said, I'd be working, you know, jobs here and there. I had like two different jobs, but you know, they weren't anything I was too happy with. Um, and yeah, I just kind of started vlogging my journey and it, it really went from there. I'd upload like really informative stuff that people would share with their mates. And I'd be like, no, this is a myth. You know, that's a myth and, and people would learn a lot from it. And mm. then from there, the video quality's improved. I always kept investing back into my channel. So moment I'd have a bit of cash left over, I'd buy, you know, new camera equipment, new editing software, take an online course, um, anything. And so, yeah, it kind of just grew from there. And then I had a job nine to six, I remember, in an office at the time. And like, you know, I got fired from that eventually. <laughs> and it, so I remember nine to six, I would do the job. I would drive home at seven and then I do YouTube and online coaching and all that until about 2 a.m. Yeah. And then I sleep four hours and wake up at 6 a.m. and do it all over again. So until YouTube and online coaching and fitness made more than that nine to six, then I was able to quit. So yeah, that, that's kind of like how it started. That's awesome. And so for those that don't know, now you are full-time YouTube and online coaching, yeah? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that, and then I also own an events company mm. and I'm an author of a book as well. Yeah, yeah, we'll touch on that. Yeah, and then many eBooks too. So I do a lot of different things. Then of course, you know, I do a lot of brand work with sponsors and everything. Yeah. But yeah, always, always got some new projects um, in the pipeline. Isn't that crazy? So like, how do you feel now? You know, you said before you mentioned a few names like Argus and Steve Cook and stuff. And now being in those same circles, like, you know, when we're at expos or whatever, and you're standing there and you're, and you're like with Steve Cook or you're standing and you're talking to the Hodge twins or whatever, like how crazy is that for you to have it, these guys being the reason you started to now being just part of their circle? 
It's beyond surreal. Like, I honestly, do you ever look into like the simulation theory? Like Elon Musk always talks yeah. about it. And we're just in simulation. Some of the crazy shit that happens to me is just so <laughs> out of my belief that I think I'm in a simulation. I honestly don't feel like life is real. That's, that's how grateful and blown away I am by everything. Like, like I remember when day Steve Cook followed me and like he DM mm. me being like, hey, Rob, you know, keep up the great work. I was like, what? Yeah, like, he- I'm in shock. And about a couple of months ago, he followed me on Instagram and I like refreshed it like five times. I'm like, yeah, surely, surely not. Surely not. Yeah, surely. you're like, surely a mistake. <laughs> surely he could follow by accident. <laughs> but he's actually one of the nicest guys in the industry. And, and funny enough, all the guys that I'd meet and they'd be like top of the industry, like huge audiences, super nice. You yeah. know, they say nice guys finish last. Not the case. If you're a yeah. fucking dickhead. In the fitness industry, no one's going to watch your shit. Yeah, yeah. No one's going to want to collaborate with you. So all the people that I've met who are killing it are all super good people. But yeah, so it's so surreal. Again, you know, I was like DMing Matt the other day. We comment on each other's posts. Yeah, and yeah. Again, as far as I've seen, it's really just surreal. And it's like, I said it to myself, you know, work so hard until your idols, not become your rivals, but become like people, you know, you align right. with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's just surreal and I'm still like every day I wake up and I'm like, I can't believe that this is real. Mm. And I'm like, I still got so far to go as well. I still got yeah. a lot to do. So it's a great feeling, you know? Yeah. And that just kind of touches on like the next question I wanted to, to ask you, but um, you know, you just, you just touched a really good point is that like, I think particularly with YouTube and even podcasting as well, the people that have big following on YouTube and podcasting is because they're decent people. It's all, it's all well and good yeah. to have a, a social media where you post photos and everybody loves your photos, but then they meet you in person. They're like, what the fuck? This guy's a loser. Yeah, like, exactly. You can yeah. build a following on these platforms where people actually get to know the type of person you are and not just because they've seen your abs on Instagram. Yeah, that's, that's just what I was saying at the start. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not the biggest, fastest, strongest, you know, but I put a lot of effort into my audience and I genuinely care about my followers. Yeah. You know, I treat my followers like they're friends. That's what every influencer or hate the word influencer, but mm. every, you know, content creator should do that because they shouldn't take for granted the position they're in. So, you know, if you're promoting a bullshit product, would you recommend that to your friends or family? You know, if you don't, then you you shouldn't be promoting it online. And there's a lot of people listening at the moment that, you know, some people may not have heard of you before, but there'll be a lot listening that follow your content and are probably trying to go down a similar path. Like I get a lot of people messaging me saying, you know, I've just started to follow my passion in the fitness industry and all this stuff. And what advice can you give those people on growing an audience? Because, you know, and if, as long as it's for the right reason, like you said, if they've got a product, they need to believe in it. Or if they've got a, a, a passion that they're following, it needs to be for the right reasons. But for those that want to grow an audience, what's some advice you can give? Yeah, for sure. I would say one, um, be patient, you know, and enjoy the process. <clears throat> that is without a doubt the most important thing. And I remember, like, like I said, you know, we're coming up to half a million subscribers now and, I was like just as happy making videos when I had a thousand subscribers. Yeah. I swear to maybe I was actually happier. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I was like, oh my God, a thousand people subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'd be like, mom, I can't believe this. <laughs> you know, I'm like, imagine you put a thousand people in a room. That's huge. Mm. Do you think I was comparing myself to others with a million subscribers? No. And some yeah. people do that. And that's like a, it's saying on my channel that, you know, my, my followers, my subscribers will say back to me, they're like, don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 10. Thankfully, I never did that because yeah. you're just going to quit and give up. You're going to drive yourself insane. 
when, when I walk by a mansion in London or a Ferrari drives down the street, do I compare myself and say, where's my Ferrari? Where's my yeah. mansion? Fuck off. Of course yeah. not. You know, you got to work for these things. So don't compare yourself to anyone else in life. And that really goes for your career, you know, starting out on social media or in fitness, be it a personal trainer or online, anything. Don't compare yourself to someone who's been doing it for years and who's put in more work than you. So that's my first and biggest tip is enjoy the process and don't compare yourself to others. The second is put out content that benefits people. So if people are giving you 15 minutes to watch a video, what are they getting back? You know, yeah. like you can't just sit there and clap your hands for 15 <laughs> minutes, okay? You know, like there's no transaction, there's no trade off there. When you go into a shop, you know, what do you call it? Woolies or Woolies? Woolies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't have that here. We have like Tesco and Sainsbury's and stuff. So when you go into Woolies, mate, when you go there, <laughs> you, you give the cashier fucking 10, 10 bucks and you get back some groceries, okay? If you don't go in and give the cashier 10 bucks and it gives you back nothing, that's not yeah. how it works. In yeah, business, yeah. in anything, if people are giving you attention, you've got to give them something back. Everything is a trade-off and everything should be mutually beneficial. So you need to be providing some sort of content that's beneficial, be it, you know, it could be informative in the fitness industry. Usually that's what people are looking for, yeah. but it could also be entertainment, motivation, inspiration. You could, there's even people but do just have like, there's even hot girls that are just unbelievably hot. That's a benefit. You know, people want to see that, you know, models, you know, people hire models to look good, you know, so it can really be anything but as long as you're providing something in return. In return, yeah. Yep. And, and for you, like, I'm pretty big on, on morning routine, daily habits, oh. and doing the small things exceptionally well over a long period of time. So what's, yep. what's some, some of the daily non-negotiables for you that you think have led to, to you being to where you are today and, and that are going to propel you towards even closer to where you want to be in 5, 10, 15 years' time? Yeah, for sure. That, that's got to be, it's kind of like what you mentioned there is consistency. And so it's like doing your morning routine, you know, as mm -hmm. much as possible, or like what I was just saying, you know, consistency and putting out content. That's another huge point. I could probably yeah. name 20 points, but they were the first few that came to, came to my mind. But consistency is just a huge thing, be it like going to the gym, getting to sleep on night, getting to sleep at night, you know, reading, doing podcasts like this, networking. Everyone can do something once. Mm. Right, that's that's easy. I yeah. can eat a salad once. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, it, I can go to the gym once. Yeah, it's pretty. Easy, but it's doing that week after week is is the hard part, and that's what's going to actually make a difference to your life. So my morning routine, I've done uh, some videos on that, and they yeah. actually go off uh, loads. And now this is, you know, the morning routine I strive for. There's days where I roll out of bed, go on my phone, fucking, you know, eat some leftover pizza, and, you know, watch, watch Netflix. You know, that's not the morning routine I strive for, but it happens. So, you know, I'm very real. I like, I, I tell people, you know, how it is. But yeah. on a good day, you know, and most days I, I have to say is morning routine. I'll wake up at about roughly seven um, sometimes I go through periods of waking up earlier, sometimes later. I actually try not set an alarm unless I'm like going to the airport and I try to wake up naturally. Okay. And yeah. yeah that, that's actually, it's meant to be a good thing to do is to, you know, wake up on your own time as well, if possible. So usually wake up about seven and then this is actually a good example. I'll have like a light breakfast, usually, um, 
like a protein-based breakfast, I'll save carbs for later in the day. Because if I eat a huge breakfast, I fall asleep, like after yeah. Christmas dinner. Yeah. And then, so like I was saying, this is um, a good example. I try to do my creative work in the mornings. I try to do my meetings in the morning, write emails. That's creative. You have to, when you're negotiating yeah. brand deals and, and doing client work, you need to be creative. You need to be, your mind needs to be switched on. So between seven to 11, maybe midday, I'll do the creative work. So yeah. podcasts, ideal. You don't want me in the evening. Okay. I know <laughs> it's evening your time in Australia, but like in the evening, I like shut off. We'll get to that. So midday, I'll train. I'll go to the gym. Usually for, I'd say my workouts about an hour on average. Then afterwards, I'll get something to eat. I usually actually like eating out. Um, some people, you know, obviously when you're really focusing on your diet, it's better to cook all your own meals, but that's not sustainable for a lot of people. And even mm. me right now, I'm in competition prep and I still try to eat out if I know the calories because it gives you a mental break. Yeah. And it actually helps you sustain and adhere to your plan more often. So a good coach will actually be like, hey, you should eat out like, and socialize and go for a brunch with yeah. your friends. On the Don't weekend. cut out things that you can't go without. Exactly, you know, and, and just be smart about them. Like, so many restaurants, 2020, so many restaurants, if not nearly all of them, have the macros and calories. Yeah, um, Nando's, I smash Nando's. I fucking love Nando's. Right. <laughs> they have really high protein dishes, everything. <laughs> this podcast was brought to you by Nando's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, loads of places you can go to, you can eat out at. Um, so, yeah, I'll usually like eat out for lunch or something. And then I'll run like my daily errands, be it like a meeting in person. And, you know, just go for a walk, do something I want to do. Uh, just whatever's on the to-do list that day. That's yeah. also something I do. I write out a to-do list every day. We'll, that's at the end of the day, though. We'll get to that. So now it's about like 5 or 6 p.m. I'll do all my social media stuff. So it's posts on Instagram. I do that daily. YouTube right now, I go for about three uploads per week. Got to upload one in a bit now, actually. And, you know, I'll do my stories, swipe-ups, everything, um, website work. And then I'll try clock off at about seven maybe eight and and just you know go on my phone less or if i'm going on phone don't do it for business and maybe watch some brainless shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> switch off i used to be against that but now i'm like you know maybe love island is good to numb the oh, brain oh, here we go. and relax but i do that said i do love like a good documentary and then yeah. i go to sleep around like i'll get in the bed at like nine or ten and i'll probably fall asleep at about 11 and, I, and that's my routine um, that that's my daily routine usually. And, but yeah, the morning is, is very important um, for me as well. Kind of like to wake up early, make myself a nice breakfast or fast. Sometimes I do that. And yeah. I, I just have black coffee. Um, but yeah, I think it's good to give yourself a bit of time in the morning and wake up at the same time every day. Yeah. Now, I know you're big into personal development um, and obviously yeah. improving your knowledge as often as possible. You mentioned it's part of your daily routine. Um, it's something that I've picked up a lot on that, that you're very good at doing. So in regards to personal development or even for those that are wanting to improve their business, whether it's to anything to do with health and fitness or not, is there any audio books or books that you could recommend that have been, have had a big influence on you? Funny enough. Um, I, oh, no. Okay. So this one, people are like, where do you, the lemon phrase, there's a ton of books I recommend. Okay. There's, and you can listen to every book now in audio. But when people are like, where do you get all your information from? Where do you listen to all your podcasts and stuff? I actually, so I, de I have YouTube premium. So it plays in the background of your app. Of your app. And okay. my recommended now on YouTube is so tailored to me that it just constantly gives me like 40 minute talks and lectures on the topics I'm interested in. So yeah, I started okay. listening to like 
Jordan Peterson, Joe yeah. Rogan, that whole crowd. Uh, even like I'll listen to like Jeff Bezos talks, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, just all the fucking big dogs, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'll start listening to all those guys, and now YouTube just recommends me. Like okay. um, it's it's so smart. Like don't even get me going on artificial intelligence. Man. Yeah, yeah. Now YouTube just recommends me like super good and interesting talks, and even about topics that you know I I haven't even explored yet, but I'm like. You know, they're all based on self-development. They're based on, you know, um, bettering yourself as a person or they're yeah. even based on stuff that gets your mind going and thinking a little bit. So I actually just let YouTube run and I'll go into like my home and recommend it and I'll just cover loads of different topics. And so like I listen to all the usual, you know, yeah. podcasts, uh, books I like. I really like The Power of Habit. Habit yeah. is huge. I often talk about how a diet gets easier and easier even though physiologically it gets harder because the you know the harder the more fat you lose the harder yeah, you lose yeah. more. but in my um situation and with a few clients i've worked with once you get into routine it gets much and much easier because you don't even have to think about it you know what yeah. meal you're going to eat you don't have to look at the meal plan if you track your macros for months yeah. you don't even have to weigh everything out again because you just know uh, you know, you, you don't even look at your plan in the gym because you know what exactly what exercise you need to do. So routine and power of habit. Yeah, uh, they're huge ones. And that's something I've implied a lot in my life. The power of now as well. You know, that's like a classic. Uh, the yes. Secret was the first self-development book I ever read in my life. Yeah. And funny enough. Yeah. Yeah. And you know the way that's like the standard base. Yeah. Line entry yeah. to self development. I still think it's really good. You know, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of like voodoo shite in it. Yeah, yeah. But like the fundamental message is really good. Is yeah. like visualization and what you constantly think of ends up manifesting. So Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, you know, there are a few basic ones, but uh, yeah, go on. There's, there's two books that um, that you haven't mentioned there that I don't know if you've read, but I, I would highly recommend. One is um, called The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari by Robin Sharma. Nice. I like the saying that. I haven't read it. You should definitely check that out. And the other one I've literally just finished tonight um, is High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. Uh, I've um, heard about he, that one, yeah. He is unreal. So check those two out. They're kind of right up your alley. Just wanted to quickly interrupt this chat with Rob to thank today's podcast sponsor and that is Before You Speak Coffee. Now, anybody that knows me knows that I go through an absolute shitload of coffee every single day. A couple of years back, I decided that I was probably spending a little too much cash on coffee down at the cafe at work. So I bought a box of these Before You Speak Coffee sachets. The first one I actually tried was the one, which is the OG and I'll go through that in a second. But... The best part about Before You Speak Coffee is that it is nice and convenient. It comes in these little sachets that you can just add into hot water and it actually tastes really good. Now, the company's aim is to help you get more out of your day and keep you caffeinated so that you can get shit done, which is obviously me all over. I love to get shit done. 
The sachet is a high-performance premium instant coffee infused with superfoods. Now, I can go over a few of the health benefits now for you. I won't bore you for too long with all, all that type of stuff. But these are the things that you should be focusing on if you decide to purchase before you speak coffee because this is why you want to drink it. it gives you strong, clean energy, performance improvements, improves mental clarity with the MCT oil aids in the before you speak coffee supports fat loss reduces inflammation which is a big one for me and for most of you guys if you're training uh, a lot regulates your stress which is perfect for what's going on at the moment with coronavirus and all that type of stuff and everybody pretty stressed out and and the unknown of what um everything is what what's going to happen really um with everybody but reducing stress is always a benefit improves overall health with antioxidants and the turmeric in it helps reduce inflammation and pain symptoms it also helps improve your gut health and boost immunity and blood glucose regulation now that is for the one the og as i said that's the one that i initially used you can also go ahead and try out the glow series which is supports skin hydration and elasticity reduces fine lines and wrinkles and promotes thicker healthier hair and also strengthens your nails so these are all bonuses guys try before you speak coffee they're easy to use sachets they are very easy to tear they're so convenient to add to your hot water i wouldn't be talking about the company if i didn't believe in it as you know i say that with every single ad make sure you go and check them out there'll be a link to before you speak coffee in the show notes below please go and try it out i'd love to hear your feedback tag them in today's screenshot of the episode with rob if you do like the coffee i'd love to hear what you think um, nice, nice. And and stay on the theme of I guess business and personal development. What are some of the biggest learning curves you've had through business? Um, probably that the start is going to be the hardest, and I, I actually think it's a vetting a vetting process. Okay, you know, like only one percent or something like ninety eight percent business fail. That's yeah. a statistic. I believe it's ninety five or ninety eight. Okay, yeah. I think that's a vetting process because the people that give up in the first year, they don't deserve it. They actually mm. don't deserve it. You know, they're yeah. fucking quitters. They just don't deserve it, okay? Since not patient. They're not patient and they don't have the grit and mental toughness and the resilience. They don't have any of that shit. And they bitch out and they fuck off. Sorry, excuse the language. You know, I, when, I, when I've got no energy drink in me, I, I go off. Yeah. <laughs> like, I about this. And um, it's so funny. People are like, bro, the, the language on you compared to your vlogs on other people's channels. Oh, bro, I've had... I've had so many people send me DMs saying like, I love your podcast, but I can't fucking listen to it in the car anymore because my kids hear you swear. Okay, I'll tone it down. I'll tone it down. No, Anyways, they, right. don't, have, they don't have the toughness. They don't have the grit, any of that. And I think that's fine because you need to prove yourself to like the universe. You need to prove yourself to the business yeah. gods that your business deserves you know, to be up there. And so the start is the hardest and you got to have patience and you got to stick it out. Like when my videos were getting a hundred views or whatever, or I was selling absolutely no coaching spots, no plans. Did I give up? No, I keep working in my nine to six. And then every day I'd come home and just keep watering the plants. That, that's another saying I like. But so you just got to not give up and, and realize that it, this is like a testing period to see if you actually be an entrepreneur and see if you deserve to live life on your own schedule and you know actually have your own business because always i'll never forget when i found out statistic is that 95 or 98 percent of businesses fail and then and then further to that is after three years even those fail so it's <laughs> like for you to have a business that lasts more than three years coming yeah. into my fifth year of trading now by the way but if you have a business that lasts over three years 
you're in the point point percent it's yeah. crazy hard yeah, it's yeah. so difficult it's the hardest thing you'll ever do mm. and then like you know i'm living a great life you know, travel the world get to you know do my own time successful business network with beautiful great people like yourself you know <laughs> i'm so blessed I, yeah. i'm so lucky like, and I have extreme self-awareness of that, probably because yeah. I've worked a ton of jobs I hated. Yeah, yeah. So I, un I understand that and I, and I use every day as much as I can. Sunday, podcast, hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Always, always want to put myself out and there as much as possible. That's the thing that so many people don't understand, isn't it? That as you've just said, that someone will look at your social media or your YouTube and go, holy fuck, man, he's living the best life. He's got his own business. This is amazing. I'm going to do the same thing. But there is so much hard work there to get to those things. Like, yes, it's <sighs> enjoy, but there's so much shit. Like it's 10 o'clock on a Sunday night and we're recording a podcast. Yeah. Like yeah, they, so they, and, and not even that, they don't see like me working like two jobs at the beginning yeah. and getting fired and, you know, get, having like five euro in my bank account and being like, Oh, I get paid on Sunday. Then I can buy yeah. a new camera. Having like zero emergency fund, no disposable income. They don't yeah. see that. Even when I first started out, you can go back to my first ever YouTube videos. I was living in a shared accommodation hostel thing. And it was like, you can see the fucking state of it. And people would actually, like there's like 20 people living there. And, and people would actually, drunk people, they're not Irish people as well. So like maybe they're only staying a week or two. They'd come in, I'd be in my kitchen, they'd be drunk. They'd start a fight on me. I've had my laptop stolen out of my room, my camera stolen out of my room, which is not ideal when you're trying to be a YouTuber. <laughs> and it's like, people don't see that shit. Yeah. You know? And I'm not saying, woe is me. I'm lucky to even, you know, just could be homeless, could always be worse. But, yeah. you know, people don't, it's not all trips to the Maldives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. So, so there you go. You got to put in so much work. And, and then even going back to, you know, the first question, when did I start YouTube? September 1st, 2014. 2020 now. Exactly, man. Overnight success. My fucking ass. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. More like a six-year grind. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a fucking <laughs> big I'm still, I'm big still not even on a million, not a million subs. You know, come on. But, but that's it, man. You got to be consistent, persistent, and relentless. Yeah. Man, inside the health and fitness industry, and it doesn't even need to be in our industry, who are some of the people that you that you have networked with and that you have regular contact with that are that you find inspiration from and, and uh, you believe are helping you? Are kind of like I guess in your circle that are helping you get to where you'd like to be. For sure. So uh, the last person I gave a call to last week about a new business that I'm starting. Uh, it's actually a physical product, um, yep. which I'm super excited about. The last person I called was Max Tuning. Yeah. Um. You know he's on YouTube as well, and yep. him. Christian Guzman, they, they're a Shawley Coker as well. All the, the Texas crew, yeah, yeah. the Alfley crew, they're like people that I can just call up. You know, obviously I go to Texas loads going this summer if uh, Trump allows the travel, <laughs> lifts the travel yeah. ban. But yeah, they're people that I'm, I'm really lucky to have in my circle that I can literally just FaceTime. Yeah. Because Max has, Christian and Max both have physical products, you know, 3D energy drinks, sour strips candy um they've got clothing companies um athlete never forward surely has inica power which is a um you know it makes like lifting belts and straps and everything yeah. um just all those people are, are great um even who did i send a text to yesterday john lewis morgan he's yeah. actually one of the founders of gym shark him me and him chat we have we have some funny nights out yeah. Um, that whole crew really, you know, uh, I'm, I'm very lucky to just be able to text and ask for their opinion yeah. on stuff. Um, so it's great. And 
again, I used to queue up to meet Christian at an expo. <laughs> and now I like sleep on his couch. I yeah. pass out on his couch after a night out. Like yeah. we're very close friends. Um, so again, I've like put myself in the position to just be friends with, with, with really good people and, and just really outgoing and po- positive and hardworking people. So that rubs off. Yeah, on, on, product know, of your environment. Whoever, product of your environment. Like, like when I see like any of those guys, like, you know, they're pumping out new products, they're doing new series, they're uploading more posts and videos. I'm like, fuck, it's time for me to go. You know, yeah. let's go. You know, so, yeah. that, so that's really it. And it's so important. Like, you know, you surround yourself with losers. You don't just be a loser yourself. You know, yeah. people that are just constantly drinking, you know, they're not doing jobs they enjoy or find fulfilling and they're not even trying to, you know, then why would you be any different? You know, mm. why? Like people are like, oh, you know, I want to do this or that. Well, you know, why are you surround yourself with these people that aren't doing it, you know? Yeah. So, so that's it. Yeah. It's, it's so important as you can imagine. Yeah. I 100% agree. Now you're in a deficit at the moment. There are a couple of questions. Well, I've got a few more questions before we wrap up because um, um, I want I obviously respect your time. Oh, um, no worries, man. Sunday, I'm chilling. I'm only halfway through this energy drink. <laughs> I was, but look, I put the label not this way because I'm like, I ain't giving yeah. you no sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, go on. In your, in your deficit at the moment or, or whenever you've been in, in a fat loss phase, Give us your favorite low calorie meal and your favorite meal where you like, you don't really give a fuck. You're just eating whatever you like. Okay. Let's start with the fun. Don't give a fuck meal. Yep. Definitely pizza. Yep. It's just dough sauce <laughs> and fatty meat and cheese. Like the, I, I, I can make like healthy pizzas. I've got like a recipe on my channel, but just, it doesn't hit the same as a, as a big fat Domino's. Yeah. <laughs> you just, just can't substitute it so that and like some ice cream afterwards that would just be my yep. ideal meal and then sorry the the other question was what what meals i have when i'm actually you know when i'm looking to stop hungry. yeah like what, what's kind of your go-to um meal in a deficit where you're trying to watch watch your calories yeah for sure so it, it would be like a burrito bowl a yes. homemade one okay because Basically, you know, you've got like burritos and burrito bowls in Australia, right? Yeah, you're not that fucking behind, mate. So. <laughs> you're not that backwards. It's like, mate, it's a 10-hour flight away. It's not the Stone Age. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've had some good Mexican food in Australia. Your sushi's unbelievable, especially Melbourne. And Melbourne coffee is oh, perhaps, perhaps the best in Me the best. world. It's, it's unbelievable. I really want to go back to Australia now just thinking about it. Yeah, but so uh, on, what I on. have is, I will, I will. So is like a burrito bowl. So you can get one when you're out and about, but obviously they're going to be higher calorie. But if you make one yourself, like a load of salad, peppers, onions, even like some mushrooms in there, uh, jalapenos, they're so low calories. They're very flavorsome foods. And they'll give you, I make these huge bowls like these massive salad burrito bowls. And then you put in chicken breast, which is just pure protein. You can put in like low fat sour cream. Uh, you can put in salsa, which is a topping that I use on everything. I just had egg whites, turkey sausages, and I put salsa on it. And yeah. You read the label and you look at salsa. It's just like chopped tomatoes yeah, and water. So it, and it's really spicy and flavorsome. So spicy foods will actually make you it's more tasteful they'll satisfy you more so that chicken breast and then like a little bit of rice you can gauge the rice depending on what carbs you're on and you'll get a really filling meal so that's something i'll usually make like for lunch if i'm eating at home or even for dinner is like these homemade uh, burrito bowls 
Um, so yeah, they'd be like a regular on my diet. And also in the morning, every morning on this cut so far is I'll have actually a no carb breakfast. And now I am not keto. I am not yeah. anti-carb. If you watch my videos, I recommend keeping in as many carbs as possible to support yeah. your training while still being in a deficit. So what I do is I'll have like, just there I had like turkey sausages, yes, I had beef sausages and rashers, bacon and, and egg whites, or even like whole eggs, whatever, or even like, you know, a protein shake with water or something. So basically we all know protein is, is filling, it's yep. satisfying. So you'll get that, you know, they'll stop you from being hungry until later in the day. And then you can actually save all your carbs or even fats, you know, you can save some from them as well all your carbs and fats for later in the day. And mm. I am so bad for late night cravings. So this has like pretty much solved that for me. Like yeah. Yeah, I'll get to have a really big lunch and dinner if I just, you know, hold off a little bit. So it's kind of like intermittent carb fasting. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> like, I, mean? I talk, I talk it's about it a like lot. Carb backloading. Yeah. I talk about it a lot with my audience and, and, um, and my clients as well. It's like you figure out, what type of way of eating that you like and then look at your yeah. calorie intake look at your macros like a financial budget yes like yes on holiday and you can't spend all your fucking money on the first day otherwise you're gonna have a shit trip it's the same yeah. as your day like you just look at your yeah. day like a financial budget and things work out so much easier <laughs> that's so i call it macro money <laughs> yeah, yeah nice i love that yeah. get that macro money baby <laughs> but yeah that that's so true like I actually never even thought of that holiday analogy. Like, I, yeah, I, w I've heard the analogy of, you know, spend it throughout your yeah. day, but that's such a analogy. You spend all your money on the first day. It's going to be a pretty shit trip. Yeah, you know? He was staying yeah, yeah, like you were. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> you're going to be sleeping <laughs> on the beach. So that's actually a really good way to do it. So it's like, you know, choose your allotment wisely. Yeah. You know, and even if like you do have, enjoy having a big breakfast and then not eating all day, that's fine. Yeah. You know, that's, that's fine. It's really just down to the individual. And that's where I think like you get like, I, I like intermittent fasting. If, if you enjoy it, you know, I, I'm all for it, but you get these zealots, zealots, I don't know how you pronounce it, whatever. And who are like, you have to do keto. Yeah. No, intermittent fasting is the only way. And it's like, it's really like whatever. Like I'm like, yeah. if you want to do keto, that's cool. If you want to do it, as long as you're like, in a negative cool. energy balance and a calorie deficit, it does not matter what fucking way of eating you eat. That's that's one thing we can all agree on, yeah. <laughs> thankfully. So it's like there, there's a lot of ways to skin a cat. But yeah, yeah. so that that's uh, they're kind of my two biggest factors um, when I'm like in my diet is I have a kind of a low carb breakfast and I also make high volume foods like yeah, they're yeah. readable. What uh, name name? I want you to name one person that you would absolutely love to train with that you've never trained with before, and yeah. one person that you'd love to party with with which you haven't played with before. Now I can just I can just tick off one person that I'm extremely jealous of that you've played with Conor McGregor. Man, that's the greatest fucking photo <laughs> of all time. I cannot believe it. It is sick. It is sick. It was. I think that the one you're thinking about was at the pool party after the Floyd fight. Yeah. Um, because du Dublin is the smallest place in the world. You've no idea until you go there. Like everyone knows everyone. So yeah. I was like, hey, yo, what's up? <laughs> Here I am now. <laughs> so that, that was legendary. Uh, that whole weekend was, was just mad. But let me see. Okay, if I need to choose someone. Right, number one, train with just going to have to be The Rock. It would just Rock, be a disgrace yeah. if I didn't say that. Like, I'm pretty sure he's like man of the year. And <laughs> now party with, okay. Now, you know, you can, you can take this one how you want it. A lot of people would say, like, Don Bazurian or something like that. I'm going to say Elon Musk, okay? 
Yeah. Elon Musk is meant to be wild. Well, like he did smoke a joint on the Joe Rogan podcast. You know, it's <laughs> probably pretty wild in private. But I've heard like he is actually like you are super interesting. Yeah. And um, I'd love to get into a conversation with him when I'm fucked up. But uh, he's super, super interesting and also um, meant to be a bit of a wild guy. So, yeah, they're my two, The Rock and Elon Musk. Awesome, man. Now, to wrap things up, I want you to um, just tell the audience a bit about where they can find all your content and also like what what the future holds for, for Rob Lipset. Like what's, what's your plan kind of moving forward and, and what are you kind of working towards at the moment? And keep in mind, guys, that I'll have all of the the links to Rob's content and social media links and everything in the show notes below. Um, but yeah, tell us a bit about what, what you got planned, mate. For sure. So to find me is at Rob Lipset across the board, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, you know, youtube.com forward slash Rob Lipset. Uh, website is roblipsa.com. So nice and consistent with everything. And for what I've got planned is see, I don't like talking about something until it's done. Okay. Cause a lot of people, yep. most people, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. What do they do? They do nothing. Most people don't do anything. What are they, what they say they will be it, yeah. you know, get in the best shape of their life, you know, start a new business, follow their dreams. Most people don't do it. And that's the yeah. sad reality of it. So I like not talking about something until it's because it's done. You know, yeah. like I, I just, it wrecks my head when I'm going to do those three words. I'm going to do. No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> you know, and if you are, just go do it. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, um, but things I can talk about is, like I said, I'm coming out with a physical product this year. So yeah. that will, everyone will be like, oh my God, when I show them what I've released. It, it really hasn't been done much, if at all, um, by an individual in the fitness industry, as far as I know. Um, so there's that. So yeah, be, be prepared for the launch of that, hopefully maybe in three, four months time. So there's that. Then I'm stepping back on stage as well if the coronavirus doesn't cancel the competition. <laughs> um, so as, as of yesterday, they've said that the competition is on, but the crowds are limited to under yeah. 100, kind of like the Arnold Classic that yeah. was last week. So that's looking hopeful. You know, that I, I, as long as I still get to compete, I'll be happy. So that, and then there's just making as much content as ever. You know, I want to yeah. hit half a million subs and go to the million. want to always reach more people, which is why thank you for having me on your podcast. Hopefully I'll Pleasure. get some new Australian subscribers and followers. And 100%. connect with more people down in Melbourne, Sydney, and all over. Um, so that's it, man. You know, that's my main goal goals and it's always just about making a positive impact to as many people in the world as possible if you go back to my first ever q a's that's always been the number one goal yeah. and then whatever comes with that like if i impact positively as many people on planet earth as possible good stuff is going to come my way and good things are going to happen so everything if you just put out positive vibes you be a good person you help other people out opportunities will present themselves yeah, whatever you put out will come back to you, man. That's awesome. And you're Easy, doing an awesome exactly. job of it. Absolutely love your you content. You too, man. You too. I appreciate it, man. And um, and you're an absolute ripper bloke, mate. Uh, that, that night last year will go down as one of the best <laughs> nights of my life for sure. It, it took years off my life. I'm still hungover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rob, thanks so much for coming on the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, man. And guys, um, if you've taken some value from today's episode, which I know you will have, please do take a screenshot of today's show on your phone and post it up on your Instagram story for me and tag myself and tag Rob. We'd love to get some feedback from today's episode. Um, thanks so much for coming on, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. Hope you have a, uh, a productive Sunday. No worries, mate. Will do. Have a good sleep. I'm sure it's late there. <laughs> Thank you, brother.